dropping 52. That you remember, you know, that Steph take a three point and walk away. Yeah. Gilbert was the first to do that. Gilbert and Gilbert, Gilbert was like Gilbert said he was early, early this type of point guard. He most when he came to the league, he even talked on his podcast. Like I said, you need to watch. I don't, remember, I can't remember which one it is because there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. But he came on and he said like this. He was like this when he came into the league. They were true point guards, innit? Da 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 da. You get the ball. You have your sets. You pass. Da da da. No no no. He was a scorer. He went out. Yeah. Scored. Yeah. He's telling me one four yeah. flat. He doesn't know no plays. Just one four flat. One four flat. Just one four flat. Get away. One four flat. One four flat. And he was he was he was nasty with it. That up and under. Because I remember when he got. Because I remember he got drafted and he got drafted Golden State. I'm like, he didn't hear nothing of it. Then he got traded to Wizards. And then boom, he started to hear some noise in Chocolate City. He started to hear some noise. But that time, watch it, it wasn't just Gilbert by himself. Carol right. Butler, Antoine Jameson, Deshaun Stevenson. They had a nice little squad. They were making mm-hmm. playoffs. You get me? They were making playoffs and battling Cleveland in the first round. So they, 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 they were playing. They were, they were, they were doing well. He was, they were, he was scorching teams, scorching teams. I mean, like I said, I, I heard more Agent Zero than Hibachi. Okay. He's known as Hibachi, but I knew him as Agent Zero. Right. But then that knee, knee injury just derailed him. Just was him and Baron Davis in the in the um, same year-ish, or did one come before the other? If I'm not mistaken, I, I'm not sure, but I... I personally remember seeing Baron on a bigger spotlight because I remember, you know, Baron came first. You know why? Because I remember D Wade as a rookie. Okay. Yeah. Going up. These times Gilbert could have been in the league, but this is what I'm saying. This shine. I remember Baron Davis going up against D World, D World, D Wade, Miami at D Wade as a rookie against yeah yeah Baron Davis and then him beat Miami beating the, the Charlotte Hornets in the first round. Let's go to the second round. And that was a big shock because it's a rookie, isn't it? Even though you know he's good, but you didn't think he's that good. Right, Baron, right. Them times, Baron was the Baron. Yes, not the Baron Davis. You call him the man. Baron. Yeah. He was nasty with it. Yeah, kick, solid, cold, speed, dunk on you. Listen, even to this day, that dunk he done in Golden State on um, Andre Kolenko or Dirk, that dunk was nasty. Oh nasty. That Baron, Baron was nasty with it. Nasty with it. But yeah, that Baron, that early days Baron. And he was in, yeah, Hornets, New Orleans Hornets. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think Baron came before him. I think Baron came before him. Baron was that. He's the next one. Like, 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 when we talk like this, they come to mind. When you're asked on the spot, his mind goes blank. Mm. But Baron's the next one. If injuries didn't derail his career, he would be up there. Definitely up there. Definitely up there. But, yeah, Gilbert. Gilbert was that guy. Man, Gilbert was that guy. Man. So many guys that just... You, um, you know who I saw in um in an article, and I thought he actually stopped playing, but he's hooping over in China. I'm not, I'm not sure if you mentioned it or Dre, um, because he was talking about um some players that you know could have been that superstar player, but didn't mm. live all the way up to their potential because of injuries. And I think for him, um, I don't know if it was a case of he didn't get the call up from the. NBA, because I know some players kind of take that personal when they've been mm-hmm, out of the league mm-hmm, for a minute mm-hmm. and they don't get the call. They're like, wait, what, what? What's going on? And some players don't even entertain going to EuroLeague or playing in oh, China. No, 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 so no, when they, I heard, um, yeah, who's this? Sorry, uh, OJ, 
Mayo, Mayo is still hooping. Mayo is he still hooping? China, yeah, man, he's in the oh. CBS. I was like, okay, so, 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 you know, okay. he's he's still got a bit of juice left. So that was quite yeah. interesting to hear, man. No, that's good. I know, I know, like, 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 um, from watching a podcast with who was on the podcast? I can't remember who was it. It was somebody who went to China. I'm not sure if it, it wasn't Al Harrington. It was John Lucas the third. Oh, I watched that one. Yeah, you watched that. I remember yeah. he went to China. And you, and you, 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 right? You watched that. So we both heard how the experience was for him. Yeah, and we know who. And he's a former Bulls player for him. Right, right, right. So imagine OJ. OJ. I'm not saying. I'm saying OJ is better than John. I'm not right. just that. It's the money as well. Yeah. Because if he's a better player, you can go over there a shorter season. You can still earn that decent money. Mm-hmm. Come back. Strong. You can earn. You understand? So it ain't that bad. It ain't, and plus, like he said, you go there and you're Kobe. Legit. And this is yeah. when I heard that because I was it's, shocked. It's obviously in the states and mm. to an extent the UK. You get mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. crowd pandemia where the paparazzi is going crazy, crowds yeah, going crazy. Yeah. If if you're the obvious big names, you're KD, yeah, Kyrie, yeah. Kawhi. So for damn near six for bench players or players that 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 don't even Listen, get that much minutes in the NBA for these types of players to get that that type mm-hmm. of love in mm-hmm. China mm-hmm. but then again sure just quickly this is the one thing that I've realized about the states right and it could be also here in London kind of changing gears a bit to artists it's very interesting that artists I heard one artist say that he prefers performing in Europe or outside of the States because in America it's that sense of oh I saw you perform a couple months ago at this festival so I'm seeing you now yes cool but I see you four times out of the year so about the third time I mean I'm happy but I'm not in like shock and awe but in Europe because we don't get a chance to see these players or these artists when they actually finally come you know so these players who play in the NBA when they come down to China it must be like a serious shock and I really wonder if it makes a bit like, damn, like I get why this hype is here, <clears throat> excuse me, but is like, should I be looking a bit uh, sideways at the States? Like how come they don't love me like this? Cause I mean, I'm in the NBA, so I'm nice, but even though I'm not the superstar, like I can't even get a little piece of luck. Cause he was telling me he couldn't even walk the streets. And go to the corner store or nothing. The mall. It is, I think, the the difference is um, over, yeah, over Western world, Western side. I don't know if, yeah, the the States, they're more like, and Europe, and and, and they're more, like you say, with a concert, they're more like, um, you know, there's levels to it, meaning like, 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 for instance, in basketball now, yeah, how we view them, there's levels like, you're Devin Booker. Yeah, we're still going to wild out. You understand? Oh, I'll go with like I'll go with old school Spurs now. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. Tim Duncan, Manu, Ginobili, Tony Parker. Yeah, Bruce Bowen. Ooh, okay, there's Bruce. Right, 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 right. And then and then and then you drop down and you go down the bench and there's Jonathan Simmons. He plays for the Spurs. You understand? That's what we all say. He plays for the Spurs. You're not. You're not more. You're just like he plays for Spurs like this NBA player. Right. You understand? And that's the notoriety John Lucas the Third got. And because he's short, many people are like, don't lie, he don't play basketball. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. So he's not here, he goes, yeah, he plays in the NBA. And that, that's it. No one's screaming after him, hollering at him, they're like, ooh, they'll be like, he plays he'll be like, oh, that guy plays the basketball. Who, who him? Cool. That's it. That's what he gets. Right. You understand? 
And don't get me wrong, when he goes in a club, it steps up, like, oh, that's a bubble player, so they get a little more over. Right, you know what I'm saying? But it ain't that, that, it ain't what, when he's on the bus and he sees Kobe and all that, he don't get that. That's, mm-hmm. that's the understand. But in a, in, a, in a China, from what we're saying, so if he got that, imagine, no wonder Mayberry never came back. No, yeah, they got a statue of Mayberry over there. Imagine. They got a statue of him over there. They, he even, he even had, um, what do you call it? They done a stage show with Mayberry over there. He is, he will be years to come when he's like when we're all long gone he's going to be that 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 looked upon until a next great player goes over there the greatest ever american um import that china ever had no matter was he one of the first him, one of the first to be yeah. successful out there Su- successful and stay out there he didn't remember he went over there and he didn't come back he stayed with the shanghai sharks i'm not sure and he won many things he played until he played long he had a second career over there like how many years put, was he in the china league nba he, NBA, he, he was in there he was in the nba for a hot minute because i remember when he got drafted because kevin oh, garnett wow. drafted yeah kevin garnett got drafted and then a couple years later mayberry mayberry got drafted and it was like it was like the one two punch that's why i was vexed when mayberry wanted out right because him and garnett were nasty together nasty together then Oof. mayberry wanted out then i think mayberry went from he went from Minnesota, I think, to Phoenix. Then from Phoenix to New Jersey. From New Jersey to New York. I think from New York to Boston. And then out the league. And then oh. all that time until a couple of years ago, three, I'm not even sure, not too long ago, he was in China and retired. He was over there for a long time, long time. He was over there. He embraced that hope. And he didn't just, like John Lucas said, you know, Embrace it, and if you embrace it, then then you're gonna get that love. And he embraced it. Right. He big time embraced it. He embraced right. it big time, big time. They love him over there. They love him over there. Even though I've watched a couple of games and seen him do some fuckery things still. <laughs> yeah, I've seen him. I'm like, nah, man, bro. Don't just because you're small and you think you're bad. Don't, no, 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 no. Oh my gosh, man. But I, I, I've always wondered if there's like a rule because I mean, obviously now I feel like and just from what I hear and um, see just in terms of obviously now the CBA is a lot more bigger you've, you've got now a lot more NBA players kind of passing through just to see what it's saying because um, you, you've even got um, there was a guy who used to play for the Chicago Bulls bounce around the league I think it's Jimmy Fredette or oh, something Jimmy like Fredette. that yeah he's over yeah, there he's out Spurs there Spurs gave him a tryout so I really wonder if the the organization continue to embrace American players coming to China to play or are they kind of putting a bit of a cap on it so that it doesn't become yeah, too is. much influence of I it. think it's I think it's remember back in the you know I don't remember back in the I'm not sure if you remember football mm-hmm. and in certain sports but I think like they put a cap like you can't have more than three and they can't exceed your cap. Do you understand? So okay. you can get some, but how much, because you're going to, to get them is going to cost you a lot, isn't it? But you still have to build up your roster. So right. you understand there's a fine balance, but you can get them. But I think it's about three. Because if it weren't, there'll be a whole team full of team players. Mm. You get me? Man from G League will be playing over the game. Right, exactly. But I've noticed this though. Americans are really like, it's, it's like you, 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 you said it. There's, you'd think, it, the percentage would be lower, but the percentage is something like 
90% chop, NBA or bust, fuck it. You understand? It's, it's too That's high. That's so true. It's way too high. That's like, like, so like, true. I was even thinking like, like to myself, like, imagine Lavar. Le- I know Lavar Boy wants all his boys in the NBA, but wouldn't it be better if you got two of your kids in the NBA, yeah? Mm-hmm. Or one of your kid in Europe. Yeah? Blowing it up. Yeah. Then you got the world in the palm of your hand. Le- oh, oh, I didn't even deep the angle you was going for. Okay, NBA, two birds, one stone. That's beautiful. And if you could get, um, is it, you got um, Lamelo and it's D'Angelo. He's the middle yes. one. If you could get D'Angelo into the, the the Spanish league, which is the which is quote yeah, unquote air quotes, the second best league. I'm not facts. sure, but I know it's it's known as the second best league yeah, in the world. Yeah, and I'm imagine done. if he goes there and wins MVP and whatever. There's no, I'm telling you from now, there's gone out of 30, 32 teams in the NBA, somebody's going to sign him. Right, no question. You know? No and even question. that mindset, why aren't there, why aren't there players like, 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 it's looked upon like this, yeah? Dirk and Tony Parker and Luca yeah. are one of the greatest imports and Luca, I'm not, what's his name? I'm Dragon Petrovic and Kukoc, the right. greatest European. So why don't one of you not be the greatest American to go over there and dominate? You're something, man. Because it's it's so crazy. Because I mean, I mean, just just having a few guests on the pod, like um, shout out to James Wardard. He's um hooping over in Greece, and ju- just nice. like the 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 general consensus is that you know, like because we live in obviously we live in um. Europe, even though I'm not too sure if we're still <laughs> considered yeah, a part yeah, of yeah. Europe with the whole yeah. Brexit. Like FIBA is our next door neighbours. We always hear right. it because England, men's and women's, is trying to qualify to be a part mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. And Olympics comes around every four years, but because international basketball is a part of our league, even in um, football, it's it, it's not a foreign concept for a young kid to go. You know what? If I don't make the NBA, more time it's I'm 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 trying to make it into a play in the Euro League and then from Euro go to the NBA. But in the states, it's considered backwards in terms of okay, I'm trying to like you said, I'm trying to make the NBA or bust. And literally, some of them don't even know that they know that there's basketball outside of the states but they don't know the leagues they don't know how the level is different and you know sometimes athleticism can only take you so far you need to understand the game and have and have high iq you know so it's 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 an interesting perspective out there in the states it it is and it seems like americans suffer from homesickness more than any other nation in the world Mm. americans get homesick very quick when that means America is the world, because they you always hear when they go the food, the food. Yeah. Fuck, when I go to America, I have to eat food. You like you don't <laughs> you don't, don't cook great, you know. Everything's eat out, eat out, eat out, eat out. So you are full of restaurants. So go restaurant. That's right. all you hear. But don't get me wrong. There's certain countries where when they say the food, I'm like, ooh, that must have been nasty. You yeah. Hear me? When you hear Patrick <laughs> Beverly in Russia and man in Lithuania, and I'm like, mm-mm, yeah. what's the food like? And you hear man, it's like. Yo, McDonald's for life, and you're like, okay, yeah. I understand, because the cuisine is different. But right. like, 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 that's what makes America, I suppose, great. Because when, when Luca, all of them come over here, no matter who, Surge, where, if they whatever city they go to, there's going to be a little restaurant, yeah, that sells their food. Like I saw, I remember seeing a 
a little video pod, not podcast, but a video of Serge Ibaka. You know, you make people eat food. I remember yeah. watching the video. And yeah, he I've had food delivered series. from a special restaurant from where he comes from and his mother. And you know, you know, the food shop is just like our Caribbean shop, basically. Right. Right. So you can remember in America, they have a, Slo- a Slovenian one like that. Mm-hmm. There's an Italian, like, like even I heard Paul Gasol, like when he was in Memphis, he went to a, a Spanish restaurant. That was it. You right. understand? That's his Spanish friend. There's a, a restaurant for any international player who comes to matter what city. Right. See, there's a hookup. There's like, oh yeah, there's this, 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 and they will deliver personally. Even Serge, like on game day, Serge will literally have that restaurant, and they, and they follow. You see the woman cooking up in a little shacked up restaurant. Then she's packing up in this bag. I'm like, where's she going? Oh, this is Serge getting his food prep. I'm like, raw. And she delivered all the way in Canada. And these times mm-hmm. he's not even in Canada no more. And she drove all the way to him and in he got his food, his national Congolese food that she cooked like his mum cooked. You understand? Every right. place has that. But on the other side, we don't have that food in Americans. You understand? Mm. Our American food, like, they'll eat out and there's different soul food and what. But our American is KFC, Kentucky. And they look at them like, what? So when they go to a restaurant and then they eat at a restaurant, they're like, what's this? Yeah. Yeah, like, and, it, and it messes them up. It messes, yeah. They're very, very uncomfortable with that. Very uncomfortable with that. But it, it, to me, it's just like, like, I don't see why you, like, like, for me, like, there are some NBA players, I'm not NBA, college players and whatnot, who go to Europe and make a successful career in Europe and stay in Europe and dominate and do well and da-da-da-da-da. But, mm-hmm. but, but America don't, don't put on them. You don't see America talk about them. Right. Generally, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't. And really, sometimes NBA play, teams try to get them players, but they try to low, low ball them. What I mean by that is that, like, we'll get you, da da da. And they're like, this team right now is paying me how much? My girl, my wife is from here. Especially, especially, you are American, yeah? Right. And you, you, you know, you, you go to Europe, you do well in Europe, and then you get signed by Barcelona or Real Madrid, so you're in that Spanish league. You mm. do really well. You marry your fine Spanish wife, two kids, <laughs> mansion in the sun, and, Amer- and then America comes and wants to offer you just under a million. You're getting paid for five million a year. Are you going yeah, just to prove that you could play in the NBA? You understand right. what I'm saying? So right, no, right. no, you're not. Like, you're not lucky like Ricky. You have to be a boy wonder and Luka Doncic. Them men were getting paid from time enough. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? When them men were getting paid, they're getting paid nicely. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, near or far, high or low, you're listening to the Coach D Podcast. And I can tell, this is all like, wait a minute, Coach, it's been a week, and you guys back with another one? Yes, sir. I'm with the big homie, Dre. I'm with the big homie, Sean. We've been consistent right now, as we've always been. But, you know, we're just making a few tweaks just to make it more beneficial to you guys, but to, you know, keep ourselves in the flow as well but fellas i mean i've got quite a few things to talk about i think the first thing i need you know to talk about because i've been kind of thinking about how this event is going to run and i understand that it's going to be different in terms of the all-star weekend which is happening march 7th but i didn't know this um i'm quite curious to know if you guys knew that they're going to do the event all in one day what? Yeah. What? All in one day. So on Sunday. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yep. All in one day, you got the rookie gay, the rookie versus rookie all-star, slam dunk, three point skills. Literally, let me run you the schedule that they put. So they've got um, all of the all-star in one night. They're going to start with this um, 
this skills event, they're going to do the Taco Bell skills challenge as the first event. They're going to do the three point contest in the second event. Later that day, they're going to do the NBA all star game. Then they've got at half time the slang, the slam dunk contest. So how that's going to look, how that's going to feel. Um, how the players are gonna respond to it is a whole nother thing, but just you guys' first initial reactions on the format with, with, with some understanding of what's going on just in terms of the pandemic. How do you feel that the NBA has dealt with that? Um, and yeah, just what's your initial reactions? I, I think that's too crammed. I think it's, I, I just think it's too crammed. Um, mm. And I think I think a lot of events are going to get missed because people's attention spanning in that. You know, you know what I mean. Right. Like even for people who love the sport, who love All Star Weekend, to cram it all in one day is a bit. It's it, it, people got yeah, people got to cook dinner. People got to, you know, it's a bit mad like for them to. For them to slam it all. So certain events are going to get missed. Like certain men's going to be like, "Boy, forget this game. I'm going to watch the shootout. I'm going to watch the free hey, point. I'm going to." You understand? Certain mm. things are going to get skipped out. You know what I'm saying? Because of it, they're not. It's not going to get the full weekend like they normally do. That, that's a bit of a. It's like it's letting the air out on a tire. You know, yeah. it's because 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 you know you look forward to the 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 the, 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 the All Star weekend. You look forward to that 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 slam dunk and the skills slam dunk and free point. You do. I mean, I understand the COVID, don't get me wrong on what we're in, but then it just sounds like a compromise. It, it really just sounds like the money-making thing. That's what it sounds like, to just squash it all in. Because like, like Dre said, um, you're going to focus on what you want. And if you know, like for instance, okay, mm-hmm. when's the three-pointer? And if the slam dunk's during the All-Star game, okay, that's when I'm tuning in. You know what I'm saying? That's Instead of doing the whole event or whatever, that's when I'm tuning in. Because if you, because, it, well, I don't know if it's true or reportedly, they said there was no All-Star game, then they said there was. But if you made them know there was an All-Star game, then you could have planned to have a place to have a bubble to be ready for the weekend. Mm. If you had a bubble for that, the, 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 the bubble season, then you can have a bubble for the little All-Star, whatever it is. Right. But they chose to say yes. They chose to say, no, we're not going to have an All-Star game. And then all of a sudden, no, 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 no. There's too much money in it. Mm-hmm. And then boom. It's happening. That it just seems too rough, like like Dre said. I mean, like I don't know, true basketball um, aficionados is going to watch it and watch all right. of it. Right. But but the the, the the other fans, the the, the the just you know the the the, the average fan, they, they, no no, the ones that even the new no, they're just going to tune into the the, the actual All Star game where the most stars are. They mostly see the slam dunk and then that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's um yeah. It's it's I don't know. For for me, it's going to be quite interesting because. You know, like you said, Sean, it's like they're just, you know, they're popping the tire, you know, because I used to enjoy, I used to enjoy Cliff Friday. I know mm-hmm. I've got even the celebrity game I would enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like it was a full weekend where I actually had time to watch what happened, react to it, see the highlights, still feel the hype, and then I'm gonna set myself up again for the next day. So, so to have it all in, I didn't think they was gonna do it all in one day. I still thought they was gonna still go ahead with the weekend but maybe less fans or create some sort of interactive platform where fans can engage but all in one day i'm very yeah. intrigued to see they how they're gonna to. do this man. i think they wanted to take control of that thing they wanted to be on the belief that everybody's gonna cross everything off 
and sit down because remember it's Boy. COVID, right? So everyone's at home anyway. They they think uh, they're gonna fair. get a next. Mm, they think yeah. they're gonna get a next. Um, like George, what's the George documentary? Last Dance, right? Yeah, Last Dance, yes. Last Dance, right? They they think they're gonna get this type of thing where on that day their viewing is going to be high because everybody's sitting down watching this whole day event. That's right. what they're hoping for. But more reality. What me and Jay's gonna say is more like, well, what? Well, I'll tune into now, I'll tune into then, da 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 da, I could do this, da 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 da. Yeah. Remember, everyone's been off, so you've, you've been doing what you've been doing, so during the day, you've been filling up your day, and you might not just stop what you're doing to then sit down and watch this. Right. And especially when you hear half players are in, half them, you know, most of them didn't want to do it, but, you know, they yeah. it. it's, it's mixed motions, dude. Lamelo, even, um, I heard he, um, got selected to be a part of the skill challenge, but he chose to opt out, so, um, used to say this 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 doesn't create a snowball effect you know yeah i mean there's going to be players to play and that but <sighs> i can understand why like like it would have been better if it wasn't you know obviously in this situation or even in the bubble it, it would have felt better with it separate daylight like you said the, the celebrity game would have been the, fr the friday right right saturday you have the um euro um is it european versus the world or yes. USA versus the world. So USA versus the world, right? And, and you have that, and then and then you have the skills, the three point, uh, and the slam dunk, and then you finish with the finale, the All Star game on a Sunday. Where exactly. Now you full play it in. I just think that the viewing will it will go up. It will be peaks and valleys. You know what I'm saying? Depending mm -hmm. on how they position it, it will peak at certain time and it will be low at a certain time. But I think they wanted to control that whole narrative the whole day. Right. Literally. Right. Right, and just for the listeners who don't know who the starting lineup is, just gonna read who is gonna be the starters for the East and the reserves. So we've got the starters for the East is Bradley Bill, Yanis under Tukumpo, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, and Kyrie Irving. The reserves coming off the bench, they have Jalen Brown from the Boston Celtics, James Harden, Brooklyn Nets, Ben Simmons from the 76ers. Zach Levine, I repeat, my dog, Zach Levine <laughs> on the Chicago Bulls. We've got uh, Julius Randle from the New York Knicks. Ni Nikola Vucevic from the Orlando Magic. And DeMontis Savonis from the Indiana Pacers. Looking at the West, we now have, let's have a look-see here. From the West, we have Stephen Curry, Kawhi Leonard. Yo. So as I was saying, from the West starters, we've got Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, and Luka Doncic. And the reserves coming off the bench for the West is Anthony Davis, Chris Paul, Dame Lillard, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Paul George, Zion, Devin Booker, who is replacing Anthony Davis, which is interesting because he's choosing not to play. So, fellas. Um, Who's choosing we... not to play? <laughs> AD. <laughs> what? Why? He's injured. Injured. Isn't he? Yeah. Well, so that's not problem. choosing. That's, 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 we can't. Oh, True. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True. I'm sure you meant he choosing as in it was his own choice. Like, he wanted to play, yeah? Oh, no, no, no. I think, no, it, it was just my wording on that one okay, 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 okay. but i'm very intrigued fellas i mean how do we f feel about the 
reserves for um, East and West? Is there any worthy names? Is there is there any snubs? People who you feel should have been in the conversation or? Sorry, I need to, I need to hear them names again. Sorry. I got so you. Shouldn't be there. I remember you could say the names already, but Vucevic shouldn't have been there. Say his name. Who? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So, yeah, Orlando. So let me just go through the reserves. So from the Eastern Conference mm. reserves: Jaden Brown, James Harden, Ben Simmons, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Nikola Vucevic, Demontis yep. Sabonis. That's from the East. Is there any? Okay. There, okay, and who and, and who's the starters? And who's the starters from the east? Oh, the starters from the east is Bradley Bill, Yanis, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, and Kyrie Irving. Hmm. Things shouldn't be there. He's losing record, man. Yeah, Vucevic. Vucevic, no. Mm-mm. I don't know where he gets his fan base from to even get called to the old spot. <laughs> wow. No, and it's, it's a percentage of the coaches. I don't know. His coach is liked. I don't know why I pick him. He's, he's a solid centre, but no, you don't even got a winning record. No, man. And that 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 start that the starting the starting squad's decent still. I'm not gonna lie, that starting squad's decent. I just wanted to hear who was in the starting before I commented on the on the backup still. But the starting I mean, is decent. Um, Kyrie. Uh, so wait, wait. wait. I've got a problem with Kyrie's name getting mentioned, man. He's got a problem with it now, man. I've got yeah, yeah. his name getting mentioned all the time. It's mad. Oh, oh my goodness. Hold on, wait, wait. Did, did two Bostons make it? Um, Jalen Brown. Tatum make it, yeah? No. 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 Tatum didn't make him? No. No way. No. He's, wow. he's not under reserves for the East. Mm-hmm. No, sir. Wow. No oh, sir, think oh, really? about it now. Yeah, that's that's that, that's a serious question mark. Wow, wow. that's interesting. I thought I thought Tatum would have made it. I was I was gonna question two Boston. They they're not they're struggling right now. But wow, he didn't make it. Uh, surprising. Right. Mm. Right. And, and, from, and from the bro. West, Anthony Davis, even though he's um injured, Chris Paul, Damian Lillard. Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Paul George, Zion Williamson, and Devin Booker. Devin Booker's replacing AD. Booker should have been in there before Zion. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was my little beef. That was my little beef. Because it, it, it's, it's, it's like, don't get me wrong. Eyes will be on. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, like, I would have liked to seen Ja make it. You know, they should have selected. Ja should have get selected. Okay. You know, these are the games for them to truly shine. You know what right. I'm saying? But we'll right. see him shine with the world. He was meant to be in that game. He should be in that game. Right. Zion's going to play in both games, isn't it? He? He's going to play in USA versus the world and also in most probably. Then no, he won't. You see, that's going to affect it. If you're all playing in one day, I ain't playing two games in one day. Yeah, see, this is another Yeah, thing. that ain't going to happen know, here. I don't know how they're going to manage I wouldn't. That. I wouldn't. If I'm Zion, and you're, would you play in an All-Star game? Or do you want to play in the world? But I'm playing in the All-Star game. I'm not playing two games in one day. No, no, I bug you lot. No, 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 right. no, no. I'm playing right. in just the All-Star game. But Zion, definitely, I'd, I'd say Booker should have been in before Zion, but I, I, I can't really knock it, you know. Um, DeRozan's had a solid year for the Spurs, but, you know, we got us up to six, and we're fifth, we're fifth, and then six, but still, is he a superstar in the same uh, as Zion could be? No. So I can't really, no, no. Paul George is having a better season. Mm-hmm. So I can't say so he shouldn't be in there. So no, no, no. No, no, no. That's uh, not too much to say from the West. Not too right. much, no. Right, because no. it was um, 
interesting because I um, put a tweet out just to see the response of the listeners and like 90% of them agree and I, I think the two main points was the first one that you made Sean was that they felt that Devin Booker should have been mentioned before Zion you know um, and um, the second one some people f- feel that Trey Young got snubbed you know nah. like he, he should have been nah. in the conversation nah. but, nah. you know your team's losing nah. <laughs> you don't play no defence you're fun to watch yeah, don't get me wrong, you're fun to watch and you can put up numbers and that, but um, no, 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 I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, no, no. I would have talked Sabonis before Trey. Right, right. And, and right. I can't, like I said, I'm, I didn't say, but um, Randall, I should have said Randall, and out of all them lot there, Randall and um, Zach Levine, I'm glad they got their first All-Star nod because they've been balling this far this season. Yeah. I know Zach can ball. Randall, we just, you know, I know Jerry, Jerry remember him being drafted and that. We just waiting for him to put this all together. Right. And it seems like this season he's finally done that. But we knew I he was talented. I wasn't expecting much from Julius Randall because he, he, I, I know he was a high draft pick um, mm-hmm. going to the Lakers, yeah. But um, I don't know, maybe, yeah, I just, I, I just didn't expect that much from him really because I think at the time you had Kuzma you had Lonzo you had Ingram you had um, what's the guard who's playing for Pelicans now um, Hart who oh, yeah, I think Hart. yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of looking at those players more because I guess maybe I could kind of see the potential already versus Julius Randle no, I couldn't yeah. really see um, anything popping out as of such you know? the, thing is, yeah, the thing is this they they when 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 they drafted Julius Randle they compared him to Zebo yeah so oh wow so to me that's what I expected from him Zebo mm-hmm. you understand more, a little bit skill. more athleticism yes could there you go. a bit more mm-hmm, you understand mm-hmm. but I expected a Zebo defensive hard grind gritting, and it was a Memphis it was a Memphis Grizzlies Zebo they were talking about right so, mm-hmm. you understand it from their comparison to him, that's what kind of I expected from him. But obviously, I didn't expect championships or nothing or, 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 no. or no, no, no. Con- um, franchise player from him. I just expected a more athletic Zebo or a Boris Diaw. You get right. what I kind of expected from him still. Yeah, no, no, Dre's right. And, and, and I swear, like, remember that quote from, from Kobe? He must have said, um, they must have said something, something about Randall, you know. And he must say, yeah, he'd be a dumb fuck to mess this up. Meaning that he's got all the talent in the world. Do you understand? Yeah, he just, yeah. yeah you understand? He just, uh, so it's finally, but it, sometimes it takes to be traded and whatnot, but it finally looks like, he's like, yeah, this is me. Watch out, world, this is me. I'm coming full motion. And, and the NBA is finally like, like if, he, if this is him for the rest of his career, or for the rest of his prime, he'll be a decent player. Like, right. He could be an all-star caliber all-star player. Literally. Because he's averaging what, 20 and 10? Close to? Yeah. He's balling this season. He's Looking at his stats, season. yeah. He averaged. Hold on. Oh. I'm late to the game. Okay. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead now. He's averaging 23. There you go. 41% from the three point line, 10 rebounds, five assists. Okay. He's balling. That's what I'm saying. Okay. He's he's, like I said, he's finally put My it all bad. together. I see you, bro. Finally. Sometimes it takes a long while. He's finally put it all together, it seems. Right situation, don't get me wrong. Right coach, who's the um Thibodeau's really you know giving him the ball and then he's, he's balling, he's literally balling. So so he deserves it. Draft. Wow. Okay, so he's been in the league for a minute. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's in a little minute to find himself. It took longer than, than usual, but he finally has. Okay, Julius Randall, shout out to the Knicks fans tuning in. And I'm apologizing because I can tell there's some people getting coach. Come on, man. Give us some, give us a little something. Hey, I didn't listen, I'm gonna be truthful. I'm not gonna lie on this podcast, right? I don't I don't really watch the Knicks like that. I'm gonna be like, I never did. Actually, no, that's Cap. When the Melo, Stoudemire, Jeremy Lin, that's when I was kind of messing with them heavy, but kind of since then. I haven't really messed with them. Not even messed with them. I haven't really watched them that much, you know. So okay, maybe I'm gonna have to start paying some more attention to the Knicks because you guys are fourth right now. You guys are doing better than the ball. I mean, doing better than us right now. So I mean, you guys are on a 51 winning percentage right now. So I can't even be mad at it. I can't even be mad at it. Now, shout out to the Knicks. Shout out to the Knicks. Now, here's a question for this right this is a um article that came across and it's and it's something that i kind of have with coaches and i'm very intrigued to get you guys's um take on it i'm not sure if you guys heard that uh there was a uh basketball match that was going on in um high school and a coach got suspended for for two games after winning 161 to two you guys um heard about the story no what, yeah, wait, so wait, 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 161 to two. Yes. <laughs> I'm not, I swear to that. I swear to God, you said I, I thought you said 161 to 102. <laughs> I swear, I thought it was like, like you just blow out a team. 161 to two. Yeah, wow. and 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 I mean, it, it it's been a battle of two sides because some people are saying like they agree with him being suspended because no. even though he did take out his star players in the second half and get some of the young guys in just to give them a run and, and get a feel for the game but there's some people that's saying how that shouldn't have happened like like he doesn't know how to be a bad coach and there's some people like well i mean come on like how are you supposed to get better at sport or like you know not every game is gonna go your way so i mean where do you guys sit on this and 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 then i'll give in my little two cents because this is a very interesting topic that I have with um, coaches and some players sometimes. Uh, I can hear what they're saying this bit, but, but it's sort of that weird, like, 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 I remember growing up, when I'm going to school, there's this, this first, second, and last, and then, 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 then now I hear kids, everybody's a winner. Is it the coach's fault that his team is way or oh, my team's way better than you, so you know what? I'm gonna play my scrub, so let's keep it Who's learning from that? Right. If I just play my my lot, my bench who I my, my not even my bench, my go-to guys, the players I don't even play, just so we can make it competitive for the other kids. What's that all about? Who's learning from that? Right. Where what 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 is my teammates? What is my team? Or my 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 um students or who I'm coaching, my players learning from that. Right. Uh, right. No, no, I don't think he should have got suspended for two games. Two games. What about the other coach? Did he get suspended? No, he. I mean, as as I mean, from what um How reading the yeah. the media thinks um he's in the right. I think the most what? he um said was that I mean that coach doesn't really know how to coach I mean anyone who would have like sportsmanship or something would have given us a little bligh or even taken the star players out earlier in the game but then for me you can the the solution to the problem can never be deemed as 
correct, you know, because even if he did, he might have said, well, he should have taken him out when it was 30 to zero or something like that. So there's no pleasing, you know? Go on, Dre. You say something before I say something. I I, you know, we, you know, I totally agree with you. Both of them should have got suspended. You know, it's not one for one rule for one. Who's got the bigger stars gets the more punishment. You know, it was kind of like that was that was the punishment that was given out. It was like, oh, you got the bigger stars, so you you're more in the wrong. That's how like the fans are kind of seeing it. But they're both in the wrong. They both should have got the, the, the same sort of punishment. You get me? It's not, you know, but. And, 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 oh, all right, let's deal deep. Let's see a side of this shit. Mm. <laughs> what was their record before that team they played? Who matched them up? Are they in the division? Do you understand? What was their last score in their last game and their previous game? Is this team that, that, that good? Right. Would you look that, that surprised? Right, right. And then on top of that, if I, whatever high school this is, yeah, when this happened after that, we need to have a serious conversation. What are you fucking doing? <laughs> I swear down, two points. What are you doing? Please, please, let me run. Let me, you know, from now on, I'm gonna sit into your coaching sessions. I wanna see what I'll go on still. What's, what's, what's happening? <laughs> uh, let me understand. Let me understand properly. Oh Who? Were they free throws? Did we actually score a field goal? Did someone get fouled? Was it, was it an accidental tip in? <laughs> no, 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 no. Both, 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 both should have. It's just, it's. Uh, uh, it's because, all right, even if he pulled out, like you said, sorry, Cole, if he pulled out his starters early, his bench still mean, might be that good to maintain this lead. Right. So, what, play two players only? Right. You can't do that. Right, right. I mean, oh, man, it's for, oh, man, for me, this is uh, one that bothers me at times because. I mean, just to bring it round full circle, nothing in life is perfect. You're not, you're not gonna be guaranteed a great education. You know, I mean, to be real, you know, you're not even guaranteed the. I mean, there's no such thing as 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 the perfect family or the perfect life. You know, so kind of bringing it back to basketball. I mean, even because I mean, I work a lot with um, kids who are, you know, just learning basketball in the development league they've got a rule for the under 12s where okay. i'm not i'm not really um for it in terms of if a team is up by 10 then you the um team that is up by 10 they're not allowed to full court press and i'm like personally again i'm, I'm speaking for myself right you one for me i always tell my players that I'm not really concerned with when things are going good because naturally everyone is going to be happy, high fives, everyone's scoring, that's standard. I'm more concerned with when things go wrong, how do we respond as a team and how do I respond as a coach? So when a team is doing a full court press, don't take that as a negative. Okay, now we start understanding when a team is up, they want to maintain it. And, you know, what they do is they do a full-court press to speed us up. So now we start learning how to attack a full-court press. Rather than us speeding up, we do the opposite. We slow down, we be, you know, open for the ball. So in that way, when we're in a game that's similar, because we had this previous experience, it doesn't phase us, you know. And I, I just feel like little conditions like that can create a false 
version of the game of basketball, if that makes sense, because then it, it can even escalate to I've had, you know, players in the past who are 15, 16, and then I bring them down to a game and they're like, coach, there's no way that person is 16. Why? Because he's like, he's six foot. And I'm like, you do realise, like, there are kids who aren't the same height as you. Some are going to be smaller, some are going to be taller, shorter, bigger, stronger. Like, and I, I just kind of bring it full circle in terms of the NBA. When a team like the Minnesota Timberwolves has Lakers on their schedule, they're not like, oh, you know what? We're going to lose that game. And all. That's not fair, man, because they got the best player in the world. No one's saying that. They just learn, adapt, and they keep it moving, you know? So for me, I don't agree with that type of statement too tough i mean i can i can see the other side but for me personally man i'm just i'm just for just being as real as possible because then you know we we've we've seen some of these kids who and you know even young adults who you know kind of have everything mapped out for them you know and it's made to be perfect and, and when the real world hits them when they go for a job interview something as simple as that where they're expecting a yes and they get a no all of a sudden it's the end of the world to them and they don't know but like in the past like why is the present and the future not behaving like the past you know it's like that's not how certain things function you know but yeah man it's tough it really is tough man that's a hard that's a that, that, yeah because in a sense of if okay you do and all that when does the competitiveness come into it when do the kids start learning that right when does that does that come in college when does that come right right yeah. i see this is why and this is why i can't lie sean this is a perfect segue to big up the side the, the san antonio spurs right because i remember clearly that summer when you guys were playing against the miami heat i had a um family friend from canada and we was, you know, battering. So who do you think is going to win the final? I was like, me personally, the Spurs. Nah, man, the Spurs ain't going to win. They're old. Miami's strong. Athletic. They got the big dude. I was like, yeah, all right, cool. Watch, watch. And when the Spurs, that season short, you know this better than me, right? You could probably call it play for play. How they mopped the Miami Heat off the floor. People, people, people was quiet. People didn't want to give them their dues, you know? Like, like they, they, they actually got it done on just raw fundamentals, basketball IQ. They didn't have the superstar athleticism. They just got it done, you know, so. I'm a Spurs fan, right? I'm a Spurs fan, right? There's one person who knew before me that they Mm. were gonna win it all, and that was Drake. Drake said, no, no, no. Have you seen your Spurs team play? I'm like, they don't smile. (laughs) I didn't check for these signs. When I looked, I'm like, just watch, watch. They're gonna win it all. Watch, watch, watch. Went through the season, even when they, I think they won 60 odd games. No, like Jerry said, no cheering, nothing. Won Western Conference Final, no cheering, nothing. Boom, won it. What Jerry said, that, that year we, we we lost, we were close, 2013, and then the next season, when we played a couple games, got a few, you know, a few bumps hit. Jerry was like, no, 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 they're on a mission. They're on a mission, trust me, they're on a mission. They're on a mission. So from then, from then, and it was the way we were playing. They look in their eyes, fellas. Yeah. You yeah, know that. that. <laughs> it was Timmy. It was Timmy's eyes. Right. <laughs> as an old vet, as an old vet, you shouldn't have them looks. He was testosterone up. He was testosterone up for that one. He was. Dunking on all that, in on that season. He was going oh, off. Oh, my gosh. That year he lost was his last 
I'm not saying the year we won, Timmy was still effective, but the year we lost Timmy was in the playoffs, it was, was it 17 and 10? I'm like, ooh, Timmy was giving it to them. Mm-hmm. Timmy, that, that, them last year, Timmy was giving it to them. The next year, he just needed to do enough right. when it was needed. Right. That whole time, oh, man. Magical season. Best championship you. out of the five, though, I think we won. My favourite. See, so this kind of brings me to my next question. I'm very curious now because we always hear about this player and I think for us it's 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 not much of a surprise but this question still comes about can you be that guy excuse me who's leading your team in scoring not just the team leading the league in scoring um you know being conversations of most improved being a two-way player um, you know you've 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 now got Russell Westbrook as a part of your team. Is you know the Bradley Bill, you know, averaging close to thirty-four points per game, not being spoken about as much because his team is tanking, or or you know should we be looking at it from a different lens? Uh, I'll say a different lens in a sense mm. because I. I, I, I Westbrook wasn't fully, fully, fully healthy because if you've been, you know, you watch an NBA, Wizards have won, what was it, six for the last how many? They're like six, they, they've been winning. Their right. record doesn't look great because they've lost a lot, but they're starting to creep on the winners. So they're starting to gel. So I don't think it's that. I, I, you know, because if they were winning, then, then Bradley will obviously get his shine. I don't think it's that. I, I just think it's their injuries that just slowed them down a mm-hmm. bit. Everyone expected a lot automatically, like, Oh, Bill and Westbrook, it's like Westbrook's a better war, so they're going to be fire, and it just didn't happen straight away. Right. Right. But I still think, like, they're, if you look, like, I'm surprised, like, I really thought Houston had been up and flying. Jeez, oh my gosh, they're losing left, right, and center. Yeah. Houston is struggling. You cannot tell me Christian Woods is your be all and end all. You've got Victor <laughs> yeah, Olo people, you've got right John now, Wall, you've got players there. They're just, 11 and 22, I don't, Jesus. You understand? I, so, so, Surprised. So really surprised now that You're on a 12 game losing streak. Yes, yeah, so this is what I'm saying. You, man, you don't understand. I'm being I'm like, I literally thought when Harden left, oh gosh, we can breathe again. And everyone's gonna play. No, 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 no. Harden was toxic and he left something toxic there. And Demarcus is gone as well. That's gone. Thing. <laughs> so you look at the bowl situation, Washington is not looking so bad. You know what I'm saying? It's not looking yeah. so bad. I just don't think um because they're not up, up there, up there. It's, he's just not getting his shine, but that's just like um, you look at look at um like like look at Booker missing out on the horse, you know. All right, for one, Booker not getting picked as a starter, cool, but for no coach to pick him, well, come on now, you understand mm. what I'm saying? So you get that, you get that in the NBA. It's weird, you get that, you get that. I don't know why you get that. Right, right. Now, I've been watching the Lakers do their best try and hold the fort. I um, thought that when Dennis Schroeder came back in the lineup, it would pick things up a bit, which it did. But defensively, there's still a huge hole. I'm seeing LeBron do the best he can, and we know that he can, you know, carry this weight on his shoulders. But I guess this kind of leads me to my question. How much pressure slash um, spotlight does AD take off LeBron? just in terms of 
the role and and the scoring, the, the defense just contributing to the team and the overall success? How much does AD have to account for that? A lot. Mm. Um, where is this? AD is that perfect number two for LeBron at this age. Uh, right. Perfect. Because right. LeBron could do what he's doing and AD could be that weak side, um, weak side block, defence. You know, I need he, to go toilet pit to you. But yeah, because I'm just looking at the Lakers right now and as good as they are still, mm-hmm. I, like I said, you know, I, I said it in the previous podcast that I knew AD, what he brought to the team, but I guess you kind of see it more with a magnifying glass when he's taken away from the Lakers and you're just seeing LeBron trying to have to do everything. And then this is when, you know, I was having conversations with you about, okay, this is Kuzma's time to kind of slip into this lane and kind of show the Lakers that you guys have invested in something right, but he's kind of hit or miss. And just defensively, man, I've just seen, who are they playing against? I can't remember the team they were playing against, but it was a home game. And by the third quarter, Sean, I was like, yeah, this, I, I, I'm not gonna watch this no more because LeBron's literally trying to do everything he can and just the body language of everyone else. When someone just goes down the lane and dunks it, everyone is just looking at each other like, yeah, like, yeah. it's over, you know, it's, it's over. And that has made me realize like, damn, like AD, especially come playoff times, He's soaking up a lot of pressure. He's 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 soaking up a lot of responsibilities for LeBron as well. Yeah. But no, talk to me. I was gonna say the reason why it's such a big deficiency this year, right? They ain't got no Javel McGee and Dwight. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm was, walking with you. AD, okay, okay. Right, AD was doing a lot this year, so he showed up a lot of holes. That's why maybe his body's breaking down. The short layoff, and now that he's he's gonna play more minutes, but. When you had, you had like AD and then you had, all right, don't get me wrong, JaVale's what they say, JaVale's good for 15 to 20 minutes. That's all you need from him when you got AD yeah. at his apex. Then, and then you got Dwight, a good Dwight for a good, you know, Dwight's in there, he's still athletic enough to catch lob dunks and other, he can give you a good 10 to 15, right. that helps. And then you see what they replace it with, they're not so much defensive, like Schroeder can do his part, but yeah. what can he, you understand? And, and the Montrezl Harrell is not known, he was, um. Until he proves himself differently, he was a liability when it came to playing the Joker. Yeah. So defense ain't his strong point, do you understand? So that leaves a lot for LeBron to do at this age. Right. You're not asking, uh, you're not asking prime LeBron to do it. Exactly. You're asking <laughs> yeah, old man, yeah, so, so right. come on now, he needs help. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he, oh, I'm not saying like he needs help because he's old. Don't get, not like that. Like, oh, you can't do it, no. Um, um, Paul George needs help. <laughs> yep. KD needs help. Do you understand yep. what I mean? Yeah, needs. They all and and he definitely needs that. That you know, especially in this day in, in this league, and this was it two players or more star per team league. You need that, or else it, it, you know, especially at his age, you can't do it all. So that's to me why there's that big hole when AD's not there. He's trying to fill up all that. They don't have them bodies coming off the bench to help them. When looking at LeBron right now, minus AD. Is he still in a better spot than he was when he was without Kyrie for the Cavs? In terms of the plays, I'm just trying to think. 
when he had to kind of soldier it for a bit with Kyrie's um injury, what was Wait, he which like? Injury during the season or when Kyrie popped his kneecap and then they went to the finals and were without Kyrie and he lost to that Golden State. Oh, let's go with the regular season for now. Um, I think in Cavs, he was younger, he was in a better spot in Cavs because... Ah, fair, he's, fair. He's younger, he's, and he's oh, in the damn, East where yeah, you can, you can put your well, foot yeah, on the pedal and take off. Put your, West, you cannot do, especially this year, you cannot do that. you got to keep gassing. Utah's coming, Clippers is coming, Phoenix <laughs> right, is coming. You right. can't keep gassing. When in the East, you're like, who? No. You understand, you know? It's a, I think, and it's different, different, different. And on top of that, he's getting older, so clock. He's got to be giving it. He's no, you can't take your foot off the pedal on the right next year. You're getting old. You can't. You can't. Everyone's getting better. So, no, I think, yeah, Cleveland. Definitely Cleveland. Okay. Okay. And he now. had a bit of more of a control because he was badding up um, Dan Gilbert, innit? Holding for him. <laughs> he ain't doing that to the Lakers. He's not doing that to the Lakers. They're, they're fully partnership. Him, him and Jeannie Buss, but the him and Gilbert. No, 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 now, I mean, um, um, again, it's been given the all clear. I'm seeing dates. I just hope that it can actually go through. Because right now, listeners, uh, we're looking at the Men's Olympic Basketball Tournament. Scheduled this year, July 25th to August 7th, 2021. Now, uh, I always get giddy when it comes to the Olympics, international basketball Um and we're looking at the brackets right now that's been given in group a you have and shout out to my international listeners please let us know how you feel your team is gonna do and do not ask us why your country isn't in the olympics but anyway back to the topic at hand here um we've got in group a iran france usa and canada now let's just take our time with his categories you see canada usa we go and get to your listeners don't worry France, we're going to get to you listeners, don't worry. Iran, I see you coming up. I've, I've, I've seen you guys in the qualifiers. You guys got some strong pieces, so shout, shout out to my um, listeners over there. But You see Canada, right? You see Toronto, the six. Listen, they've got RJ Barrett, Tristan Thompson, Jamal Murray. They've got um, Anthony Bennett. I'm not sure if he's going to be in the lineup or not. They've got... Um, who am I missing? That's Canadian... Um, did you say Andrew? Andrew Wiggins, yes. That's a five-piece already. And I'm sure there's other players that I'm... Oh, uh, Corey Joseph? Yes. They, so, yeah. I mean, that's damn near all six players that play in the NBA. Oh, wait, so... wait, wait, wait. Jamal Murray? Did you yes. Yes. Did you yes. Legitimate. They got legitimate. some legitimate players. Some legitimate players there. Yes, sir. They have. They have. Yes, they sir. Have. So, so I'm excited for that one, man. I am. I'm not gonna um, lie. And France, France. Who is France? France. France has got some players. No, France, France got has. pieces. They've got. They um, have got pieces still. Ah, uh, I'm forgetting his name. I know. I'm not sure if he still play. plays. Nick Nicholas Nicola Ben. He plays for Batum Clippers. Clippers. Yes, Clippers. He still plays. He yes. plays for them. Decolo, he's playing over in Europe. He's going to be a part of that squad. But France has has always been strong. You know, always, always, even always. in the World and Cup. And Frankie Nikita from... What's yep. his name? Frank there you go, from, from the Knicks. Yep. Knicks. Yeah, yep. he's there. 
So, I mean, that that group in itself is going to be interesting. We've got Group B, Australia, which is my... They're my favourite. I'm sorry, because in the previous um, Olympics, I mean, come on, Patty, Ingles. Patty, Dante, oh, come on, Patty, Dante. And you're going to have Ben Simmons Ingles, in the cut as well? Ben Simmons. Oh, Lord have yeah, mercy. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Lord yeah. have mercy. That is going to be interesting. Croatia. We've got Serbia and Nigeria. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Serbia is Luca, right? No, um... No? No, Serbia, Which I mean, um, Luca's from Slovakia. Oh, Slovakia. Yeah. Okay, okay. but Serbia's always been strong, though. Yeah, Serbia, I swear Serbia, I'm not sure if... Lavi Divac used to play for Yugoslavia, bro. I'm not sure if he played for Serbia. I know mm. Serbia's a good team. Yes. Serbia and Croatia, they did... What I mean by good team... They have great, I know they have great pedigree in Europe throughout the years for basketball. Croatia's got great history of D, um, Dino Raja played for Croatia, Tony mm. coach. They've always had great players coming through there. Even um, Dragan Petrovic, I'm not sure if he played for yep. them. Mm -hmm. But they've always had great, so they've got great pedigree. Both right. teams got great, right. great, great, great nation, shall I say, not teams, nation. And then we've got the final group, Argentina, Japan, Spain and Lithuania. Ooh, ooh. Uh, oh, Lithuania's got great pedigree. Stats. Yeah. What's his name? Thanks. What's his name? Um, Valentinus. Lithuanian. No, um, not Banjas. Um, Sabonis. No, not, not Sabonis might be. I'm talking about the guy who plays for Memphis now. He used to play for Toronto, their centre. Valentinus. Valentinus, yes, yeah, yeah. Right, he's yep. solid. He, and he plays yep. solid when he when he plays for Europe. He play, when he plays for his um his his, his country, yeah. he's like a different Strong. animal. Yeah. Like Patty Mills, they're different. Yeah, they're just different. Yeah. I'm, I'm so Lithuania's got pedigree. I like I'm to see because they they from the interest group. They, 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 from this, we might see players come into the NBA just from this tournament because there's someone because it's sort of like um. Time future, you might be playing for your European team and you play in the Olympics, you're playing on the biggest stage in the world. So, for you as a European player and an international stage, mm -hmm. all especially if you're playing America, all eyes are on you. And if right. you do good in that tournament and against America, yeah, yeah, teams will come scouting for you, exactly, definitely, definitely. So, ooh. but most interesting in that group is Argentina and Spain. They both, yeah, you know that they both, know they that. both, man, you the Luis Scola. Come on, and then and then you go up Spain. You got you got the Pat, um the Gasol yeah, brothers, Ricky, Ricky Rubio, Rubio. Oh, um the gosh, dude that man. dunked on Dwight in the is it 2008 Olympics or 12? Who dunked on Dwight? Rudy oh Fernandez. yeah, I remember that one. Oh, yeah, gosh, that, that dunk is, was yeah. nasty. He played for yeah. Portland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, Spain's got pedigree, pedigree, yeah. pedigree, pedigree. Yeah, you can't say enough about both their their, their nations. So right. they're gonna bring it. They're definitely right. gonna bring it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm, I, I, I literally cannot wait to see this and and both men's and women's. I'm just excited to see it because... I am, but oh, interesting though, Brazil didn't make it this year. Shout out to the Brazilian listeners. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Brazil, yeah, Brazilian, I'm not saying, they usually make it. They do usually make it. Right. They do, Anderson, Anderson um, Varachal, and they usually do make it. Mm -hmm. You know, they usually do, so... Mm -hmm. Because it's, it's um, another one that I was um, surprised about was Slovenia because they won the, mm. um, I believe it was the Eurobasket in 2017. This was just before Luca went to the NBA. And um, 
it's it's tough because some nations like the USA, obviously they'll always make it on the Olympic platform. But when you have like the um, other FIBA international tournaments like the America Cup or the World Cup, because the pot is so big, they don't have to go to the top players. They can just send their D1 or GD. But you know, when you have countries like yeah. Slovenia where not that many people are playing basketball and if they are it, there there isn't a lot of them if yeah. their top 12 players are already playing in Europe and stuff and they and then they're not available to play for some of these friendlies or some of these qualifying games this is where teams like Slovenia can go down in the rankings because they don't they they don't have enough players to you know make a squad or you know they all can't be um available at the same time yeah, so right. it's it's, it's quite tough because it would have been nice to see Luca on a Olympic level especially with all of his experience in the NBA oh my gosh exactly because oh my gosh you're right with that you're saying like like because Luca's in the NBA don't mean the rest of all the Slovenia Slovenia's um, players uh, yeah, are in the NBA some yeah. of them are on teams but they're bench players on teams but when they yeah. play for their their country, their starters, you understand? They might right. even be way at the edge of the bench, depending, they might in the doghouse, but they, you understand? So right. it's different dynamics, you're right. Not unless you have a high enough players from your country in the high enough in leagues and in the NBA, then, then it, it uplifts, it does mm. uplift. But at the same time, um, you do have great coaches. What did that guy do to, the Brazilian coach did to Yanis? He shut him down, oh, remember? Yeah. <laughs> he shut him down, that, yeah. and he ran up his mouth. He's easy to die. You get me? I remember that clearly. What did they do? They 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 just they um they think what did they do to him? They just crowded him in it and tried to make the rest of Greece beat him, and, right. and Greece couldn't beat him. And that's the next name I'm missing. It would have been nice Greece? to see Yanis yeah. in there. Yeah, it would have been nice to see Yanis and his brothers. I see them in the tournament. That's a very valid point. Because I know Wonder Giannis, all his brothers would have been there. Exactly, yeah, facts. All his brothers in there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Now, I'm going to play this clip because we just mentioned it um, earlier in terms of, um, and not just in the previous podcast, in quite a few podcasts, there's been, you know, and, you know, I, I, I feel like even the listeners kind of see, you know, again, <clears throat> what this person did for Golden State before. Steve Kerr, you know, which is the name that we're speaking of is Mark Jackson in, in terms of what he, the, the the culture, the identity, you know, he turned boys to men, you know, and even though he does kind of, sort of, kind of, but not really get his just dues and his credit, you know, um, I'm just, I'm just going to play this clip just in terms of, you know, how he feels about it and, and, and then we're going to elaborate more on it. Mark Jackson, who was also the head coach of the Golden State Warriors 2011 to 2014. And again, so me and T, we're on the outside looking at this whole thing. And we're like, we know you were there before they became the dynasty, right? So in our eyes, we're like, Mark Jackson built the team. Like, yes, they're winning now, but Mark Jackson built that team. So for us to, you know, we have our discussions and our, and our fights amongst ourselves, but we want to put that narrative out there. Do you like to hear that? Like, you take pride in, yeah, I had something to do with that build? Or you're like, no, that's all Steve Kerr? No, no, no. And I, and, and I humbly submit, Steve Kerr, no, it's not all him. And I know it's not all me. Steve gotcha. Kerr did a great job of taking it from where it was and propelling it to where it is. Without a question. There's no 80s, did nothing but outstanding to me and showed me love. 
have respect for him. He has respect for me. This is not about Steve Kerr. This is the three years that we were able to to, to, to be at the helm. And it's just not about me. You're talking about having a guy like Steph Curry, who is the face of the franchise, that if you had a choice to pick who you want to be a face of the franchise, he'd be on that list of being the guy to be an example as a person, as a professional, as a competitor, everything about him. When you're able to draft guys like Draymond Green and Harrison Barnes and Clay Thompson, uh, it, it, those things play a factor. Nobody does it all by themselves. And it took a process for those guys to go from rookies that didn't know as much as they know today to propel them the way they are today. Uh, so it, it, it's credit across the board. My assistant coaches across the board. So all, every, every, every factor, ownership, management, the decision makers, it's not, a, it's not about me. The whole culture, the entire culture changed, and I'm just fortunate enough that I played a, a little part in it. The frustrating thing for me is, even though I appreciate all the love that everybody extends to me, like you guys talked about, and, and Tio can attest to this because I, I watch him in the in the gym and I watch him as a man how the narrative is controlled as far as what type of individual you are mm-hmm. are you kidding me you can you can I'd rather you say that I can't coach a list don't tell don't don't talk about me as a, as a, as a human being as a man I take pride in being a being a, being a man talk about talk about you know I can't coach I, I'm a horrible at adjustments I'm horrible defensively offense all of that you want that don't affect me but don't tell me that I'm a bad human being. I take too much pride and I'm too much committed as a man, a father, a husband to allow that to be be the, be the narrative. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. First of all, go ahead, No, no, I was going to say, first of all, he said something that I've never heard and I now know the narrative what goes around the NBA, why he didn't get in his job. But I'll get to that. But first of all, what they said is 100% right and it's mm-hmm. fact. He had everything to do with it. And what he said, he's very humble. He's v- right, very, but he's humble. Because very. he's humble he, 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 He's humble in a sense, I had a little part. No, you had a big part. But he's right in what he's saying. Everybody had a part, but you had a big part. And right. now I know the narrative is that he's a bad person. That's mm. why he's not getting a head coach. And that's upsetting. I didn't know that. I was always wondering, what? why is he not getting... Because I've never heard anyone say he's a bad head coach, but no one's saying, and everyone knows what he does well, but I'm just like, why are you black? And what, really? So somewhere around the league, he's known as a bad person. Wow, that's that's shocking. I never, hmm, I never knew that. And every time I've watched, like, I watch games and I listen to him talk, he's a religious man, and, mm-hmm. you know, he's got his phrase, um, hands down, man. Yeah, hand down, that man. Put down, it, right. There you go. You, you know what I'm saying? You know that, you know, and you watch him and stand. You, you know, they go back and forth, and you don't get there. I'm not saying he can put on a show, but for you to put on a show for that long, you really are a goddamn great actor, and that's not his profession. He doesn't seem to come across that way, but I don't know him inside out. I don't know right. what he's doing behind the scenes, but from what I'm hearing from other players around the league and when they talk, that's not what I'm hearing. I mean, you know, you you have haters that come out and say like they hate LeBron or they hate Jordan or they didn't like this about Tim or whatever. I haven't heard someone come out and say, oh, when Mark was coaching us, this happened, I didn't like. That hasn't come out. Right, exactly. So where's this he's a bad person coming from? You understand? What did he do bad for you to be a bad person? Like, oh man, like, okay. That guy pushed over an old lady. He's a real bad person. You understand? <laughs> right, or that guy right, stole right. that old, that, that little kid's got a lollipop and he smacked it out. Oh, you're evil. You're a horrible little guy. You're right. a bad person. You're a bad mind. 
what did he do like that to say mm-hmm. he is a bad person to question his character as a man? Right. So that 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 knocked me back right now because I didn't know that that that's what he felt, right. and that's the notion that's been put out there. You understand? I just thought he was getting blackballed, and I didn't know why he was getting blackballed. But for that notion, nah, it's better that you say he can't coach, like he's saying that. Exactly. That's exactly. And I think just for the listeners, some of the young listeners who um just think that uh, Mark Jackson is a commentator, just to kind of bring us, oh, kind of bring no. you um up to speed. I mean, when you speak about Mark Jackson, you know, one, he was he was a phenomenal hooper. You know, let's just get phenomenal that clear. You know, guard. like phenomenal. amazing. You I know? swear he's top five in assist all time. If he's not, yep. third, I think it's I think it's Jason Kidd or Magic Magic Johnson or Jason Kidd and then Mark Jackson. I don't mm-hmm. know which two. I know I know he's in the top, and he was second for a while. I swear he was rookie of the year. I swear he played in the All Star game for the Knicks. Yeah. You know how good Mark Jackson was. I'm Even when. I remember when Mark Jackson in his later years when he played with him and Reggie Miller in Indiana. He went to the NBA. So he went to the NBA Finals in Indiana. Them two mm-hmm. together. Listen, Nine listen. He wasn't quick. Yeah. He was tricky. He was mm-hmm. one of the one of my favorite point guards to watch. Right. Mark Jackson. He had his little shiggle as well. Yeah. Oh, man. Mark Jackson could play. <laughs> he could play. That's not to say about coaching, but he could play. Right. He really could play. Right. So he he can he knows what it's like to be a player. Exactly. He's similar. It's like he's like Doc Rivers, but he don't get the love Doc Rivers gets. Oh, that's a great comparison, Sean. That was spot on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That you know was that was spot on. That was spot on, man. Because I mean, maybe because Doc's won it, but I don't know. But he don't get that maybe. love. Maybe, cause um, I mean, when when you know the um people hear about Golden State now, you know, I think, well, for me, I just also automatically go back to Golden State before, cause I remember when you know I was speaking with my coach, and there was this one play that they would do, Sean, called the elevator door, that just blew my mind, and it just it it just, I was like, okay, 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 who is this team? Okay, who is this player? Okay, now next, who is his coach? Because for the coach to see Steph Curry and and for listen, this is this is a young Steph Curry. For for a coach to to see a young Steph and a young Clay, and just to see the potential and to believe in them and to you know walk with them step by step and grow them up to who they are today. Like I mean, even though he was he was very humble in that snippet you know he is he is he is highly responsible for the success of the golden state now because he coached them for the golden state from 2011 to 2014 and then after it was steve kerr you know and and but i mean just in terms of what he did with golden state gave them an identity a culture you know gave the ball in steph and clay's hands metaphorically speaking of course but i mean just just what he's done and it's it it's it's always um bothered me a bit just in terms of if he didn't want to coach, then they'd be like, alright guys, he clearly doesn't want to coach, just like chill with it. But he said, and he's gonna recognize like he would love to coach. You know, and especially when you see now and you've said it, Sean, you know, with with the Chicago Bulls and other teams, that it's a shame that they don't have that vet, you know, and, and Mark Jackson would have been the perfect coach for that team because a lot of these the you know 
players are getting younger and younger, you know, and if you can't get the coaching or that leadership from vets, you need it from the coaches, you know, and Mark Jackson's name rings bells a lot. It's just, I just don't know why. Well, I mean, obviously here in the snippet, you get a bit more insight into they're not, they're not looking at him as a coach, but the player, um, they're looking at him as a person, but I mean, come on, man. I mean, he's giving you Golden State, man, and uh, I don't know. Because I remember, I remember when that Mark, that when Mark Jackson took over and he had Steph, Steph Curry was there, and I remember Clay was off the bench, and Jer- Jack was there. Hello, I remember that team, yeah. Yeah, Jer- Jack was there, mm-hmm. and David Lee, Mr. Double. Yes, I remember David Lee, there. the lefty. Yeah, man. and they was doing their thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're coming. And then David Lee got injured and then all of a sudden Draymond coming. They were still coming. They like found gold. Like like David Lee getting injured, you know, Mr. Double Double. He was great. Mm-hmm. I love David Lee. He was a great player. Definitely giving you 20 and 10. Easy, right. Easy. easy. Done it for New York. Easy work. Light work. Light work for David Lee. Light work. Great. I think he played for Spurs for a little bit as well, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Towards the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David mm-hmm. Lee. Great fan of David Lee. But, um... He got injured and then Draymond came in and they took off, but but it is it is mind-boggling. Even to I don't know if you know about this, um, like it's been bothering certain NBA players. Like Minnesota got rid of their coach, and then instead of hiring their assistant coach, which was a black coach, I'm not just saying about this. Usually that's what happens the rest of the season. Right. Less than 24 hours, I swear, they went and hired a new coach. Now, Less that than 24 hours. Yeah. It was already done. Done deal. Didn't even do the looking. Didn't even promote the assistant and look. So you knew this. So like, if I'm assistant, I'm bouncing. And he's been there. Because people think like, oh, he's just an assistant. Head coach is like, you know this coach, right? You run the organization, you run everything. But assistant coaches have the most respect with the players. Mm. They're the ones that work on their free throws, their movements, yeah. their this, their that. When the intangible, when a coach berates him, this assistant coach goes to him, look, look, look. You don't know how much that guy's respected. Trust me. Sometimes they really Trust want me. that guy to be the next guy. Mm. And then when you do that, that's like, real? Well, when it comes to Murphy, I'm out of this. Right. And right. I'm not saying all the time, but as a general manager and, and as a coach, or a, not a coach, as an owner, you should understand the mood of your locker room and gather the sense and the awe of the feeling of the way your players are going. You cannot be so distant. Right. It seems weird to me, it's but it, it, it just seems like a click mentality sometimes with these coaches, man. Because I don't understand, like, like, even if with Mark Jackson, right, given that chance to do a piss poor job, you understand what I'm saying? Give him that job, and if he loses and has a losing season for two, and he only won like I don't know 50 games in like three years, then fire him. Then I could say, hey, hey, he. Tra-. You understand what I'm saying? He right. ain't even had that chance. He ain't even had that chance. Do you reckon he would have been a nice mesh? Because I'm looking at um, not to say that the current coach for the Pelicans is bad, but I'm just um, curious to know. Do you reckon if Mark Jackson was given the head coach for the Pelicans, would that have been a fit? Or that's a little bit above his um, expertise, so to speak? No, no, no. Perfect fit. Okay. Perfect fit. Why? I would have said because then he could, he could, he's been a point guard, right? 
so he can work with Alonso and tell Alonso what you're good at and what to do good at, what to navigate, what to work at, da 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 da. This is how I see it. How do you see it? Okay, this is what you could see now. You're taller than me. This is what you should see. Do you mm. see it now? Da, da, da. He can work with him like that. Okay. And then he's seen, he's, he played with Patrick Ewing, right? So he's played with enough talent to know what a superstar talent is. He's coached, right. uh, he's coached um, Clay and Steph. So he can blossom. Um, um, Zion, you understand, and Brandon, he can. He, 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 to me, that would have been a nice thing. I'm mm. not saying Stan is bad, you know. Even though it's been rumored that there's plenty of players that's come out, even you know, Shaq's come out on the record saying that he panics when it comes to that certain time. Okay. You know he panics when it comes to crunch time. He panics. He's one of them panic guys in playoff time. But he plays great. He does great defense. I'm not saying he's bad, but but that's what I think personally. Right. That's what I think. I think that would have been. A nicer fit. A nicer fit. Like I said, some of these, these, sorry to cut you, some of these players, it's not so much of, I know organisation is winning, but you have to remember as an organisation, you got to grow your, your, your kids, because that's what they are, or children, into men. Mm. You understand? And, and he's going to help that transition of growing better, I believe, where certain coaches, they look at it like, well, you're here now, you're meant to be a man, but they're just kids. Right. They like it or not, they're just young children. They've just come. But they're meant to be men doing a man's job. It's a job for you, isn't it? He's not mm. here to hear about your feelings or to see what's like. No, 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 no. His job's on the line. You understand? It's about wins and losses. Right, right, right. You see, so, Dre, like, what's your thoughts on, like, when you when you hear the name Mark Jackson, from your experiences of, of what you've seen and heard from him, what, what thoughts, what emotions, what players, what teams come to mind? Golden State Warriors, Steph Curry, the Splash Brothers. In my eyes, he created that. It, 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 in my eyes, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the, if that's true because obviously before Mark Jackson went there, um, yeah, they had Jared Jack and whatnot, and, and they were going in. You get me? Right. Um, but when he did take over, Splash Brothers was created. You get me? He, he, he put the offense through them too, um, and. Yeah, it's Golden State Rose. You know, the man of Steve Curran came and took the limelight from what um, uh, Mark Jackson done. That's what I think every time I think of Mark Jackson still. Right, right. I never really saw him as a player. I know he was a point guard, but I never really saw him as a player. I just see pictures and want to look at highlights of him, but I never really, never really studied him as a player. But I know as a coach, and, and you know, it was Sean that told me about um, him being religious and whatnot. I didn't really know nothing that, that, that about him. Right. But when it comes to being a leader on the court, he, he, he's the man. You know that. You know that. Wow, man. Fingers crossed, man. Hopefully, things can work out for him because, I mean, obviously, he's he's doing a great job as a commentator. I, I would just love to, to, to see him get that one more shot at, at being a coach because it just seems that I don't know like when you because it, it it happened a bit with um some players like I'm thinking the only name that I can think of right now um wait did Alan Iverson get blackboard or nah? Uh, he did what he no he didn't get blackboard he just did what, what happened to Carmelo it's like, in, okay. it's like when you reach when you're a superstar and you reach a certain level where they know that you can't play well they start to dictate the terms of what you should do for them so even though you've played and you know, because you play about these players and you can pull up and do all these and still play your game, they'll be like, yeah, we want you to come up to the bench. But I'm not, mm, we want you to come up to the bench. I ain't come up to the bench. And then you keep saying no, then you're out of the league. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not hard for you to be out of the league because that's the term. They set a term like, yeah, he ain't coming back in not unless he's coming off the bench. 
Right, okay. And Carmelo had to sweat before he found a nice little niche and then he'll do whatever he's doing for Portland. And then and him playing now, they realise he can still play, so he starts majority of the time. Mm-hmm. But, 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 yeah, yeah, that's what happened to him. He didn't get blackballed, they just, they just didn't, he wanted to start and they didn't want to start him. And then that was it. He went accepting that and then you can fall out of the league like that quickly if you're not right. willing to start. Right. I hear that strong. I hear that strong. Right, listeners, we are actually starting early now with um some of the listener questions. And and first of you guys are going in because this is funny. When when this um podcast started, it'll be like the little small ones, but now it's a mixture which we absolutely love. You know, you got some short, quick ones like who do you think is gonna be so and so? Then you got some thesis, some uh essays. <laughs> you know, so wow. Um, wow. you don't got time to study, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I love it, really. I love it. I love, love the <laughs> You know that. So the first one, shout out to Sasquatch690, um, who says um, here, he's um, asking, who do you guys reckon is the greatest role player of all time? He writes here that the GOAT debate is down to MJ and LeBron for most people. But which NBA player in NBA history was the best at knowing their role and performing it to the highest possible level, even possibly at a superstar level? One example of this is Dennis Rodman, who grabbed rebounds and was a key part of the Bulls' success by doing just that. Another guy is Klay Thompson. He is a 3 and D wing player who hits threes and plays defense at the highest level. This is not meant to discredit anybody's success by calling them role players, but instead to highlight the guys who were never the main guy, but helped their teams by filling their roles to perfection. What other players simply what other players simply did their job so well they can be considered the best role player of all time? Fellas, mm, talk to me, man. That's hard. I'm not hard, but that's too in like you're saying the greatest role player like that other than you can't say that without saying Robert Worry. Yeah, you can't say that Mr. Seven Rings, the greatest role player. He hit the shot when it needed to hit the shot. He did his job. We won two of Houston, three with Lakers, two of San and he, he But then I will be selfish and say Ginobili. Simple mm. to me. Ginobili. Sacrifice, he could have been a starter on the next team. No right. doubt. No doubt. Sacrifice is great. He done whatever was needed. So, ooh, ooh, that's hard. Then I'm missing out, like, 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 there's Boston fans who have great role players who've got 11 rings. You know, you understand, like, Havlicek and other men who did their role. You know, Dennis Johnson was a great other who did his role. That's a hard one. But I would still say Ginobili, personally. Greatest role player of all time. That's why. So Ginobili will play that role, whatever was asked for him to come off the bench, to give that spark, to run the team. Ginobili. But yeah. the winningest one, one of the winningest one I saw was Robert Ori. Okay. He was one of the, yeah, he, yeah, he won seven. And I saw him play that role to perfection in Houston, played his role to perfection. Right. In Houston, that was his wrong, young self, dunking up the place, skinny, 6'10", with Akim Luajuan, athletic. It was, I remember Akim Luajuan, Otis Thorpe, and Robert Ori. And that was, all of them were 6'10", 7'1", 6'10", 6'10". Dominating, dominating. I remember that team, Vernon Maxwell as a shooting guard, Kenny, um, Kenny DeJet Smith as point guard. Oh man, that team was a nightmare. Then I he can't... went to the Lakers, and it was with Shaq and Kobe. Perfect role player. 
Then he <laughs> came with the Spurs with Timmy. <laughs> you understand what I'm right, saying? He played right. his role, and where he played his role well, he won. So how can he not be that? You understand? In my right. eyes, in a sense. But then Ginobili, what he done for our team, he played that role. Every role that was needed. Parker's that point guard, but Ginobili would be that guard, the shooting guard, and mm-hmm. be that point guard, and be that spark coming off the bench. You know, finishing games, taking that last shot. Fearless. So tough. I mean, Dre, I mean, where does your mind go when you kind of think about the, the best role player of all time? It's a heavy one, man. That is. That is. But you know, like, my mind always goes to the Spurs, you know, just like, just mm. like, you know, it, 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 you know, it goes to Ginobili, but it also goes to, to, to Boris Diaw, you know, oh, you know watching. Man. Yeah, my time of watching one. Boris Diaw, Danny Green's had his time as well. Um, what's, it, what's, yeah. that guy, what's that guy, Jamal Crawford, Jamal Crawford's had his time as well. Mm. The same guys that Yeah, just, Jamal shine when he was with the Clippers, you know. Telling they should have won, they should have won when Jamal was on. There was one year when he should have been an all-star. There was this he used to kill team, I wouldn't sw- they? Oh my gosh. I swear, I swear he won two six months in a row on that team. He's won I, yeah, two. He's got about three of them trophies. Yeah, you're right, fam. He's got he won two in a row and that he won two. Not yeah. sure if he's in a row, but he definitely won two. He was he was he was the oh my gosh. He was a nightmare. No, no one could do nothing with him. He'll make your second unit look stupid and your first unit. It didn't matter. When he came on, it was just more call for time to shine. I mean, Mr. And one. You know how much four point plays that guy got? Jeez. I ain't gonna front though. <laughs> I feel like the best role player to me was uh, when he was playing for OKC with uh, KD and Westbrook. <laughs> you know, coming off the bench. One million, huh? Just one year, you're going to check shit. <laughs> one season, you're going to check shit. <laughs> you know. Wow. Wow. That's such a joy. You're always taking it. You're mocking, mocking. Whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Jakeem Noah. Jakeem Noah. Number oh, one. Yes. yes. Spot on yes. as well. That's another on. good one. And as it goes, um, he officially retired today. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, officially, officially retired. I saw that. But you're right there, Jackie Noel, man, defense, former defensive player. Yeah, he's done everything. You know, you know what? New York gonna be worried, worried. Now, Timberdale will wear your players out. <laughs> oh, you think it's a joke? <laughs> what? Well, they didn't, they didn't kill the world, dang. I don't know what happened with him. Yeah, and <laughs> then they messed him up. Yeah, and then wrong diagnosis. Yeah, they ran. Uh... And when look, every player who left after Timberdale's time was not. When Taj went to I'm like, that's not the Taj. Yeah. <laughs> where, where, where's, where's the Taj Jimson gone? Right. None of them were the same. None. When Dual Dan West went Cleveland and then Miami, I'm like, this ain't Captain. This ain't Lou. Right. Lou, what's going on? Right. They, we, they give their heart and soul to Thibodeau, but it takes a lot out of them. It takes a lot out of them, it seems like. Man, oh man. Next one we have is, okay, you see, this, 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 uh, this um, name needs to needs to behave itself, you know. Shout out to I'm gonna say this once, right? Shout out to Laser Farts from London. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna call you Laser. Simple. Yeah, right, there we go, Laser. Shout out to Laser. Right. 
Um, he um, asked the question, is there any real benefit for a high prospect draft playing four years at college? Specifically regarding college players who already have NBA teams interested in them. Even if they say they want to stay an, an extra year to hone their skills, it seems most of them declare for the draft by the end of their junior year. Only examples I can think of who stayed their senior year by choice and graduated are Buddy Heald, JJ Reddick and Tim Duncan. Yeah, uh, it's a money thing, isn't it? Your stock mm. decreases. If you, because I've heard players like I've heard, like like oh, if he went last year, he would have been top five pick. Now he's going to be late first round, second round draft pick. And if you're top five or top ten, it's guaranteed money, and the money's bigger. So right. it, it, it's that it's that you reach the NBA, and it, 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 if you hear a snippet that yeah, you're going to be drafted in the top ten, oh god, mm-hmm. regardless of how much you love it, it, it's just too much. The money, it's just too much. You, it's, you're not staying. It goes back to back to the previous pod with the previous podcast. If the NCAA were paying, it would be a different outcome. Right. Do you understand? They, you know, certain players would be like, I'm going to stay for my education. I'm getting paid. I'm not getting paid great money, but I'm getting paid enough. My family's doing fine. I'm going to stay that way. It, would, it, it wouldn't break up so much teams straight away. Mm. You'd have a whole set, like, like, like the Fab Four back in the day who stayed. For two, it would have, you'd have a whole set that could right. drop. Like, no, nah, no, nah, like JJ Barrett and Zion would have stayed. You understand? No, nah, no, nah, let's stay for two million. Let's stay. You understand? And that would increase and help build. But this right now, mm-mm, mm-mm. you staying till four ain't gonna be beneficial. Yeah, because th- that's considered. Because and if they st- no, try to think. If they stay, they they will be twenty one, right? Mm-hmm. Twenty one, twenty two. So I mean, that's still young, but yeah, I don't know, man. No, but I, I and, and the beneficial staying like like. When Tim came into the league, he was ready to play straight away. Yeah. Dominating, ready to play straight away. You understand? He had to learn and that, but, you know, he's a bit more grown. Then when you come in, like like Dre said, you come in at 21 to being coming in at, at, at just, just 18, 19, with all the millions, it's a different mindset. Not much years, but it's a different mindset. And you're going to bring them little rough next you had around you with you. <laughs> so, 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 most players do that. You make it, you're going to bring all your little crew that you grew up with, and then most of them are your downfall. So, yeah. Right. Because right, I know, Dre, I think you were saying in the last part that you feel that players should should stay in college for longer, was it? Or And, and get that four-year experience? But, yeah, I think, um, I don't know, because I know Kawhi stayed four years, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Certain players stay four or three years. Paul Pierce stayed three years. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, Tim Duncan did the four four. Most of the time, when I was when I started to watch basketball, there was more three fours coming out. Three fours coming out. Three, and if you came okay. out at three, you were the shit. Right. <laughs> you were the shit. It right. wasn't no one and done. It was back then times. It was straight. It was straight. If you were that, if you were the shit like that, it was straight high school. Kobe, mm. Garnett. Sean Kemp, it was straight high school. Jump, bam, bam, because you were that good. It was, it was, yeah, yeah. He's a How do you measure that though? Like when, like, tell yeah, us, it, 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 when Kobe came, it, he was you know what it is? I tell you what it is. Is when you look at it, yeah, and on the outside it looks like, how could a kid just jump from that? <clears throat> Kobe had, you see, all the all the ones who went and jumped, they make them come and try out, yeah, and they make them try out with with pros. 
Right. If you play out with pros and you drop 30 or 50, it doesn't matter if it's a not organized game and you're a rookie. Right. If you go out there and you're banging, dunking, and 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 and, and you put up, you are killing them and you do 30, 15, and this guy's a pro and he does it for a living and you're a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do this consistently, and then the pro tells you, and this pro's averaging 15, 10. No, no, this kid's a real deal. It mm. just builds, and then, and not just that, right? You do more workouts and more run-ins and then the same noise comes out. You understand? It's the same level of noise that comes out. Right. Then yeah, you build out the noise and then scouts see it. You understand? You see it. You know, it's just like, um, we don't see it as much, but like I've seen old American football tapes, yeah? And then you see the American football guy in high school and you're like, no, that's a grown-ass man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's the same age as the kid. And you look at him it's and you're like, mad. you look like 23. And he looks 13, but they're both 13. <laughs> right. You understand? Right. It's the same, but it's playing-wise. And you see in basketball, like, I've seen some basketball, and I'm like, no, 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 your kid looks like he's 15. But no, the mm. kid's literally, literally 11. The other kids are 11, but they look like they're five. Right. You understand? It's sort of that, but not the same height, but skill, footwork, how you play. It's like that. It's raw talent. Mm-hmm. Like I said, when you see him, it's not refined, but raw talent. You get me? But it looks weird because you see, like, the run-ins, right? They'll go in and dominate against pro players. And then when they get in the league, they'll be averaging five. And if it, you understand? It takes time for you to learn your game and it come out. And right. it tricks the trade of playing and elbowing and whatnot and how it goes to it. Don't know every player who, like, comes in. Like, Kobe had to sit and wait before he dominated. Very true. Garnett had Very to sit true. and wait before he dominated. Jermaine right. O'Neal. People don't chat about that dude was a nightmare. <laughs> Jermaine oh, O'Neal was yeah. a beast. He had to Paces, sit yeah. and wait. He came in the same year as Kobe. He and straight out of high school. He had to sit and wait in, in, in Portland. And they made he him sit and wait man. so long that he became a free agent. Like, I'm going. Like, like I remember them one time, them talking, because that time Portland was stacked. It had Rashid Wallace, Brian Grant. They were stacked with players. And they were like, what about that guy, Jermaine? And the kid, he was real good. And Jermaine would, had Jermaine say one time, I was kicking them. You know, he was doing the thing in, a, in, 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 you know, in practice, killing them in practice. Damn. But he went starting. He went starting. But he was doing his thing in practice, killing right. them. Went starting. So when it came to his time, boom, that trade happened. And he went to Indiana. Yeah. Different beast. Mm-hmm. He came out of it. Different animal. Different animal. Different. I swear Tracy McGrady was straight high school as well. Beast. I believe so. When he, yeah. got, when he got traded from Toronto to Orlando, woo! T Mac. People don't know T Mac was Vince something on the same team. If they, and they're cousins. If they stay together, you know, if they stay together, they say what if all the time now. Because imagine them two on the wing. Small it's forward and shooting guy. Are you Oh man, the, the VC. But how long was Vince Carter and uh, T Mac? together for was it only one season yeah, i think two but t-mac was off the bench to begin with and then he started to start i think it was about two yeah but t-mac went yeah he went to orlando and got that money but when he went to orlando orlando was trying to build that super team yeah because they got they, they got they recruited t-mac they got um Grant Hill and they were trying to get Timmy. Yeah, it would be t- yeah, trying to get Oof. trying to get them. <laughs> yeah, that's what Orlando was trying to do. But they oh did my get gosh. they did get Grant Hill and T Mac. The problem was Grant Hill got injured, didn't it? That was the end of that. Yeah, pretty sad what happened there, but but they tried to kill it right there and then. <laughs> and then right there and then they tried to kill the league. 
That's a disgusting big three. Grant Hill, T-Mac, and Vince. Oh my gosh. No way. No way. Shout out to Laser for that one. Um, next one we have is from ZBreeze3, who asks, uh, which under 25 player do you guys reckon will have the longest NBA career? Earlier today, I was thinking about how long Vince Carter lasted in the league. Then it occurred to me that given how dependent he was on athleticism in his early career, I never would have guessed he would have been the last one to retire. If I had to make a wild guess, I would go with someone like a Ja Moran. I could easily see him developing into a superstar. Then, once he is past his athletic prime, see him falling into a playmaking off-the-bench point guard. Sort of like a Rajan Rondo. Plus, Ja is a better shooter and may even be serviceable as a catch-and-shoot three-point guy. Ja has the competitive toughness and young leadership qualities that will only make him more and more of a locker room commodity especially if he wastes away his career in Memphis only to join a stacked ring steady team in the twilight of his career who do you think will be the generation's Vince Carter and why Whew. shout Ooh, out to Z Breeze one. 3 for that one golly Vince Ooh. Carter longevity it's, 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 it's more set it's more to mindset than it is to skill set because once Vince Carter reached that plateau and out of his prime, he was willing to play on any team and play that role. Mm. If you're willing to do that, then you're going to last as long. And if you have that skills, it will carry. So Giles is a good one, but it's his mindset. Like Devin Booker's a good one to last that long. But it's mm. his mindset. Does he want to play that long in the league? Is he willing right. to accept them roles where you might not play for 20 games, then you play for five, then you might not play for the next 20? Are you willing to be that locker room voice? Are you willing to be always happy to be there to teach to use it that's what Vince Carter Vince Carter like, like a lot of people say Vince Carter's been one of them great teammates do you understand it has to be that mindset more than the skill set I'd say so it's hard to say yeah it's hard to say but skill set wise yeah Ja Devin Booker's got that skill shit even even, even Steph Curry can continue playing for hours mm. because the way he shoots and Clay sure. You know, so it, it's, it's, it, it depends on the mindset KD and situation. Um, I was going to say KD, but Jay put that doubt on me because of his body shape. I don't know why he said <laughs> <Okay>. that. <laughs> That's what Jay said. <laughs> I was saying that. I was strong on that, but he put his body shape in it. And, and the next thing, KD's injured now. And he's seen without his top on I don't care. I don't care. Westbrook is a specimen. Westbrook specimen. LeBron specimen. You get me? You get me? Them and them? No, no, no. Yeah. Too much, yeah. too much, too much cornbread and and, and, and jerky chicken and all them. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's beer skinny yeah. fat. He's just skinny fat. Beer tattoo. He just looks wrong. Yeah, he, he's not cut and the fight. Yeah, he's not that prototypical. Even at his height and his slimness, you'd expect. All right, if you're not, then you'd be cut. Yeah, but he's not. He's not. And he's injured right now. Like AD, I, I don't know where this is gonna go with the rest of their career. Are they really going to go full tilt? Are they going to be injury prone? I, I don't know. But hmm. but the potential's there. If you, I don't know. But but yeah, I would say Jar's a good bet. And I would say Devin Booker, um, Steph. 
you know, they're a good bet to play long, but it's, like I said, it's mindset. It's more of the mindset mm-hmm. if you're willing to play that role. Right. You're willing to, like, be... And it's those um, with the high IQ as well. It's those with the high yes, IQ. Yes, yes, you know, they, they, yes. They will yes, last yes. long. They will last long. And and those who embrace their role. There you go. There you Very go. True. Vince, huh? Vince was athletic. He, he could shoot. He weren't that great of a shooter, but he, he relied on athletics for the first first part of his career but later on he learned to shoot and play and embrace that role like I said if he's going to be on the team and be that that voice in the locker room and that he embraced that he played Iguodala's has adjusted pretty well now yeah 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 Iguodala's done that he's come off the bench and he's done that he plays his role Iguodala's yeah Iguodala's done that yes yeah. yes and he yes, can still yes. jump not like dumb but, high but, but he's still you know he was the man for don't get me wrong he was the man for Philadelphia Philly, yeah, yeah. He, played, he played with Adam Iverson he did average like 19 points per game but he was never the man like Vince was the man do you understand what I mean by that he was never that superstar that Vince was so when you've been that superstar you understand and then you come down and down and down and down and you, you're not the sixth man you're not the seventh you're the ninth man on the bench are you willing to embrace that role knowing that you've been that person been to five all-star game you understand the world's been at your feet are you willing to accept that role and and, and not just one team telling you that multiple teams telling you that no matter right. where you go because vince went to dallas vince went to memphis vince went to atlanta accepting certain roles like that mm-hmm. and he's willing to take it so it's, it's like i said it, 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 it. and health comes into it good health like mindset, I'd say mindset and willing to accept that role. Right. That's more of the. the it's hard to say a player right now. There's a lot of players got the talent to do it, but it's hard to say one player. But Jar, you could say Jar. You can say Jar. He has got the talent to be to play as long and longer than Chris Paul and do what Chris Paul's doing. He does have that talent. Indeed. Indeed. And we'll go with the last one here. Shout out to Daily Baller Four Underscore Five. Hey guys, just want to share with you my early. 2021 disappointments so far. He's got at the first one, um, Kristaps Porzingis and Luca. He says that Luca is playing st- statistically good, but I just feel like he kind of took a step back. Is it me or is Kristaps just a shell of his former self? Second, Pascal Siakam for the Raptors. Everyone says Pascal had a bad bubble because he didn't touch a ball for months and wasn't in shape because of the virus. Though he really seems like he hasn't taken the next step and could argue he has regressed, Toronto just looks like they're beating a dead bird, in the sense that they're still riding the same team from the finals basically, except they were trying to keep cap space or room for a superstar like Yanis or Harden. That didn't happen. And the last one is Zion Williamson. Don't hate me, but Zion isn't wowing me. I can argue that it's Stan Van Gundy's fault, but Zion is supposed to be the next great NBA player. You'd think he would have spent his offseason working on his game like we see Jalen Brown do every offseason. Jalen Brown addresses and improves his weaknesses every offseason. Let me know what other people you think are disappointments this year. Mm, fellas, talk to me, man. How you, how you feeling about this list? The first one, <laughs> sorry, the first one was Dallas. <laughs> Dallas, I, 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 I'm gonna give them a pass because Luke, I, not, I, I can't, I, you can't give Luca a pass for not coming in shape. He should be coming in better shape still, mm. right? That's for one. But at the same time, Kristaf is coming off an injury, and Mark didn't surround him with anybody. So what you get is what you get. Mm, He's like the first right. year, everyone didn't know what they get. You understand, Luca? Now you can plan for them, and Kristoff is not—he is not playing at that full potential. Right. I give him that. I give you that. 
but but I give them a pass because of that. It's not mm. like they went out and did what other teams went and did and surrounded Luca with shooters and do you understand and spaced the floor for him. No, they didn't do that. They kept, they rolled it. They just ran it back. Yeah, and, and, so and, and you know, one, and you know, I've got to say like when Kristaps first two three years for him to even get this contract to get right now with the Dallas yeah, when he came into the league he had that chip on the shoulder because of rookie night yeah. I, I believe he believes that he's proven himself now. Uh, oh, I'm walking with you, Dre. That's a good one. I'm walking with you, Dre. He still, yes, yes. He, he hasn't gone all the way to think, yeah, I'm going to win the chip now on you bastards. No, 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 no. He's he's he's, he's actually fought himself. Yeah, yeah. I've proven myself. I was I was right. deserving to be at that draft pick and rah 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 rah. You understand? I can't remember where he was. He was quite high. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, huh? it was six like, or something what? like that. It was really yeah. high. Yeah, everyone was like, what, who, what, who, what, what? You can tell that he was not happy walking up to, with, with the hat on his head. He was not happy. Right. So, and you can tell he had the chip on his shoulder. But I believe as these years have gone down, he's doled down a bit. He ain't, he ain't, that, that look in his eye, he's it, it, like, he's it's like, he's, yeah, I've done it. I've shown you. You know them one there? And, and um, I think it may be even in training. I think Donk is batting him up. Oh, yeah. I think he's yeah, batting he him up, tell. so he's already showing him this is my team. So, so Kristaps taking a back step, you know, the one where, whereas he, he should, but he shouldn't, not yet. You know, the one he should yeah. still be, he should still be saying I'm number two. I think he's taking such a back step that he's not even um, a number two option, or he's, he's not even making himself a number two option. He's taking such a back step, um, but you know, that's that's with Dallas Mavericks. What was the other, what was the last one that he said um on, on the comments? Because anything that he said I kinda agreed with, you know. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yes, sir. um the last one, Zion Williamson. Yes. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now I hear what he's gone, gone. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you know, but but at the same time I must say, who was it that, that made the comment? Um, this was Daily Baller. Alright, Daily Baller. Well I must say, um, that that he called he said this um a few years ago he said some people turn up to the gym every day and don't get better you know sometimes mm. you know the one that sometimes you, you know you you are what you are when you come out of college you have to embrace it you have to either get better at that aspect or try and open new aspects and i think that's what zion is kion is kind of stuck on he's kind of trying to get new things for his game right um, you know, I think he's. I think he's trying. You know, I, I think he's trying to up, um, get new new parts of his game. And you have to remember, like Duran, Duran. It took Duran um, when he faced against Dirk Nowitzki to learn the fadeaway. You know yeah, the one. Oh, it took, yeah. You know yes. the one. He played a season to adapt to his game. He played a season to adapt to his game. You know the three point shot. What, what LeBron was doing and all that. It, it, yeah. Like Duran took these things on in the off season. You understand, mm-hmm. um, and 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 Corey as well took certain things off from the Spurs system and everything mm-hmm. off in the off season. Certain players are just not attributed to do that. They just it it, it just can't like 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 DeAndre Jordan. You know, there was one off season when he practiced free throws, and when he came into the league, he went up from like sixty um, something percent to. To, to 80 something percent he, he yeah. did quite all right you know the money he did mm-hmm. he did quite all right mm-hmm. i think it was when 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 he had the argument with, with um with cp3 that you know petulant and and <laughs> and, he, and, and, and and he was going to talk and he was talking to dallas he went he went and, and, and made dallas um, moonwalk him around and everything there right um, oh yes 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 that i think 
that that's what made him in the off season go out and start shooting and and, and thing and it, and he did improve his percentage, but it, it wasn't it didn't improve him as a player. He, he didn't continue it. You understand? And certain players are certain players are just like that. Certain you know certain players are like that. Yeah, you're right. Like certain players maintain it seems like they maintain their average that they're at their level but they don't add you know mm. what I'm saying like, I'll go on to my 500 shots I'll go do this I'll go do that but they don't work on nothing nothing new they just work on what they're good at right. I think with Zion I, I understand what what he's saying in the sense of when you watch Zion playing after you see him bully a couple of people and dunk a couple of people you're like it's not like you're saying is that it it's like you're still waiting for something else yes. like you just wanted to dunk on people then and rip right. the rim off Right. You know, after you see, okay, you weigh, look, you look like you weigh 320 pounds, you look massive, and you're dunking, that's impressive, cool. But other than that, he's not like, he doesn't, I'm not saying he, because he's, he's efficient this year and he's putting up numbers. Right. Big numbers, he's, he's averaging doing well. But he doesn't somehow seem to have that, like when Jar plays, Jar gives you that wow factor. Yes, very true. Uh, it's just a difference very, very that Jar true. does. I not I don't know if it's the system, I don't know if it's Van Gundy, I don't know, like Dre said, he's still learning. Is he stuck with trying to learn his new game? Or is it about winning right now? Because Stan Van Gundy, you understand? Does he yeah. have time to do that? And and there was a short off-season, so it was a short off-season for him to work on anything. Because in a sense, they're saying this is his, he only played so many games last year, so this is sort of like his rookie year, they're saying. Right. So I, I don't know, but he doesn't have. I hear that he doesn't have that. That that when you yeah, I must watch. Like Pelicans will play, and you be like, okay, who they playing? And you understand? You're not like, oh, it doesn't matter who they're playing. I'm gonna watch. He's playing. He right. doesn't have that factor. Like when if Jar's played, Jar could play Sacramento. Oh, I'm gonna watch Jar. Jar could play Cleveland. Oh, I'm gonna watch Jar. You 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 just have that because he seems like he's gonna do something flashy or something. He has that that that. He just has that that it factor right now. He has definitely has that superstar potential. That MVP. I'm not saying Zion won't be there, but mm-hmm. Charles seems like he has that potential right now. You could S- see it in a sense. Small question, just to um, add to what um, Daily Baller was saying, just before we wrap up, I'm curious. Um, I, I'm not sure about putting him in early 2021 disappointments, but from his rookie season to now, have you seen any improvements? to Ben Simmons' game. Oh. Ben Simmons, have I seen yeah. any... Mm. And you know, I, I haven't really been... I haven't really been studying, to be honest. I haven't really been studying him, to be honest. I mean, when I do watch Philly, MB gets him play, the, the but... attention. I've seen him play. If anything, the only thing I say he's got better every year at is his defence. Mm-hmm. Because he can give you, he can give you fifteen, eight, and eight easy. Right. As a rookie, he could do right. that as a rookie, and he does that now. So there's not much improvement there. He doesn't take an outside shot. He doesn't shoot consistently. So what he does, he's been doing as a rookie. But right. his defense has got better. He can guard one to four. I don't think he could guard one to four when he first came in, but he can guard one to four or one to five now, depending on how the team's playing now. So right. I would say maybe his defense, because his defense is stellar. He can guard. Every, his defense is stellar. Stellar, stellar. He might be first team all defense this year. So I can say that, but on 
Anything else? No, he could do that from when he came in the league. They were saying he was the next LeBron when he came in the league. I kept hearing the hype on Ben. I'm like, hmm. yeah, same. And then, and then he didn't play that year. He probably played for LSU, Louisiana State, mm-hmm. I think, something like that. Yep. And then he didn't play in the Final Four play. I'm like, you, you're the best player in college. Everyone's talking about you. How come you're not in the Final Four? And March right. Madness, how come you get your team there? And then he came, and then what's his hoopla? And then they said he could do what LeBron. And I seen him play, I'm like, you damn well. Your point, you can pass, da, da, da. You know, he was doing everything. And most rookies who come in are dunking out of the place if they're not shooters. They develop yeah. it. But as time's gone on, he just didn't do it. And he won't do it. So so I would only say his defense. And that's about it. That's that, that, that. Yeah, that's that's it. I need to keep an eye on him. Because, I mean, he has his daily season stats, 16 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. So, I mean, it's... Yeah. There you go. You know. 15, 8, and 8. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's true. All day. All day. That's, that's, that's no brainer for him. Right. You know, that's no brainer right. for him. It, 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 it's just that when you hear that, you're like, cool, I'll have that. But when you come playoff time, that, that's not, it's not the same fourth quarter and we need you to take a shot. <laughs> and you don't and you don't shoot. Well, you said it. You know, it sounds harsh, but you don't, you know, it, it, that's the truth. This is, you know, I just can't wait, you know, if you, I hope you, you know, Philly fans, I hope you get the best record, but your true test is to see what Ben does in playoffs. Yeah, Crunch that's time. true. It's just like Clippers, no matter how great you lot do this season, your true test is playoffs. Right. No matter what your record is, if you win the West, if you come second, that does not matter. Right. What everyone's really focusing on is what you do in the playoffs. So true. And that's the same, it's the same that goes with um, Ben. It's the same goes with Ben. But yeah, I would say, other than the defense, yeah, he has been a disappointment on offense. He has, mm-hmm. he has. Because literally, he's come in at a level and he stayed at that level. Right. He has, there's been no peak at all. He hasn't suddenly gone up. No, no, he stayed at the level. Bam. Right. Bam. Right. So true. So true. I mean, listeners, seriously, we, we appreciate the comments. I'm going to quickly say this one because I feel like Philly two times is going to kill me if I don't say it. He just wants to make a quick... um. Shout saying, uh, what's up, fellas? I, I definitely um, came across this podcast late, but I would have to uh, um, agree with Dre and Sean talking about if all the NBA players went back to their original countries, that would definitely shake things up. That's facts. Mm. That mm. is mm. facts. I'm telling you that for sure. You Jeez. Oh my God. Mm. <laughs> USA team where? Impossible. They, yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't. My goodness me, that is facts. So shout out to all the listeners with, with the questions and don't feel no way, like it could be in depth, it could be small, the fact that you're even listening, the fact that you're even asking a question, we absolutely love it, you know, yeah, so. We appreciate that big time too. Right? Trust. Truly, truly appreciate that, man. Indeed, indeed. So, listeners, we appreciate your ears. We appreciate your time. This is myself, the big homie Dre, and the big homie Sean signing out. Yeah.